welcome to the Dare to Move podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Wood. And as a mindset coach, pilot in training, and visionary for hire, I hope this podcast gives you insights that not only impact your business and your personal life, but thus the world for the better. Welcome back to the Dare to Move podcast and welcome to the first interview of 2022. Now, if you are a new listener, first and foremost, thank you so much for being here. The amount of wisdom, motivation, inspiration, and true education in this episode is potent and I am so excited for you to be here. Now, what is important for me to share is that in my own evolution as a podcast host, um, this is a really important moment for me, and I will share the why behind that by giving a little bit of backstory. So I started this podcast at the end of 2018. Um, as far back as 2014, when I launched my business, I was really passionate about ed- educating people and by, by way of free content. So I started posting three blogs a week and you know sharpening my tool of writing. And then I began writing my novel, which you can find on Amazon, Dare to Move. So that took up a lot of my writing time. Now, I still did at least one blog a week during that time. I published in April 8th, on April 8th. Amazon will say April 12th because that's when they accepted it. But anyway, published on April 8th and went into a content void (laughs) for several months. And during that time, I sat with the idea of a podcast ultimately to launch in December of 2018. And my impetus for launching this podcast was to access some really powerful people in my network that I felt blessed to know. And I truly wanted to share their voices with the world. Now, as far as my own curiosity, it led elsewhere, right? It led to who else do I want to talk to and why do I want to talk to them? And to be honest, my own network didn't ever really truly run out. However, in 2020, I started towards the end of 2020 trying to find quote unquote stranger guests. And I don't regret anyone I ever had on because they were amazing gifts to you and the world. And they were ultimately a lot of healers and coaches, coaches that were trying to spread their name and their word. Um, and it was more, and I'm, I can't, I'm not saying that this is 100% true, but the energy I felt was that they were trying to use me as a strategy in a very masculine way to get something for the thing that they were doing, which there's nothing wrong with that. And yet that wasn't the energy I wanted to be in. So uh, after a bunch of scheduled episodes that went live during my postpartum phase with Declan in 2021, I came back with a few um, solo casts at the end of 2021 because I just felt called to serve my clients. And when 2022 happened, I said, I will continue to just serve through coaching episodes until I find people that are so incredible through my own network, which is again, my original impetus for starting this podcast, that my world, my network, you guys, my loyal listeners need to hear them. Enter our guests today, Mike and Alyssa of of Holistic Life. These beautiful humans were... um, brought to my attention. Uh, I was connected with them through um, the founder and CEO of a company called Ex Mantra, um, who was going to be serving as founder 
of the company I am currently building as CEO called X Mantra. They're spelled differently. Uh, James is his name. He'll be on here at some point, I'm sure. Uh, he introduced me to them because they are amazing people and you are going to learn just how amazing they are because they are going to help you just in this one episode alone. I know it will happen. Transform your life. So Mike is a medical intuitive. He knew his whole life that, or he didn't know he was, but he was experiencing his intuitive gifts from birth and wasn't really sure what was happening to him. And I'll let him tell the rest of the story in the episode, but I've never had a medical intuitive on this podcast and I'm so excited for you guys to understand the why, like what it is and the why behind it. Um, Candidly, out of the six functional dietitians that I have coached in my time as a business coach who are, you know, masters of health, they all see medical intuitives because they know the importance of understanding the emotional and mental blockages that can lead to illness. So I'm so excited for you guys to learn what being a medical intuitive is about and how you may be able to access the um, gifts of a medical intuitive. And his contact info is in the show notes. So if you feel called at the end of this episode to schedule a session with him, I truly hope you do. I am actually currently um, waiting to do one with him. I'm so excited. Um, now, Alyssa is a functional diagnostic nutrition diagnostic practitioner, which is an FDNP, I believe. Um, and I've had a few of them on before, but what I love about her is she completely knows, understands, and honors the work that Mike, her partner, the medical intuitive does. And she actually has all of her clients go through him first and then validates kind of what he discovers in his intuitive gifts um, through stool tests, any type of diet diagnostic lab work. She was an uh, aerospace engineer by trade, which is incredible. And the two of them have so many things going on from aquaponics. I might be saying that completely wrong. Um, I feel like I just said it wrong, but maybe it's because it's a word unfamiliar to me. Um, they're healers. They are partners. They have a grand vision. And this episode is for you. If you need the nudge, the support, the belief that your wildest dreams can come true and it is 100% up to you. They say it in a very gentle, loving, high vibe way versus like, just do it, hustle, never give up, like gritty way. Um, it, it landed for me in a way, even though I know these things, it landed for me in such a deeper way during this recording. Um, so it's funny because I haven't done an intro for a recording uh, for an interview in so long that I feel like I'm rambling. But uh, thinking back, some of my intros for other episodes were at least 15 minutes long. So I'm like, okay, we're good here. Um, anyway, the other ma- major thing I want to attune you guys to before you listen to this episode is the fact that they have a water filter that they have created, which you can purchase on their website. Um, I'll put all the links in the show notes uh, to drink pure water. And if you are someone who's been working on detoxing, on uh, getting healthier, feeling better, what I learned is just how, I hate to say the word toxic, but um, unpure, toxic, uh, our water can be. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that we actually found arsenic in our water in early 2021, Um, ironically, when Jupiter was in Pisces, so hilarious, expansive on water energies. 
I am motivated to buy one from them. I will be buying one from them because I am so guilty of drinking tap water. And in some places, it might be safer, as they will explain for us today. Um, But we don't know for sure. And to be honest, the fact that we found arsenic in our water shows me that maybe ours isn't the safest. So I hope that you guys take something from this episode and you reach out to Mike and or Alyssa if you feel so inclined. Um, I hope this episode ignites something within you to take the steps to be the best version of yourself to start creating the life you want to live and again one other final big thing that stood out to me is mike reminding us of the power of now like we have the power now and now and now so i won't give too much more away but clearly i love this episode and this might be the only episode of 2022 i just know that i was waiting for people that i felt were just incredibly powerful to do an interview and something that was natural and in my network versus seeking out people on the internet. (laughs) So I could not be more grateful for Mike and Alyssa's time. If you would like to find their water filters, um, work with them, do a medical intuitive session, anything at all. It's all in the show notes. I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for being here. And without further ado, I present Mike and Alyssa. All right, Mike and Alyssa, welcome to the show. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. <laughs> We're really excited to be here. You guys are my first interview of 2022, which feels really important. <laughs> so I <laughs> And I always um, kind of in the intro tell people how we met. So the listeners are up to speed there. But why don't you guys tell us where you're calling in from and something interesting that you experienced today? All right, cool. Go ahead. (laughs) So today, TGIF, um, we are in central Florida and the weather is beginning to change here. It is everything starting to bloom. But tomorrow, so it's a beautiful day today, the, the storm clouds are rolling in. First torrential downpour was yesterday. Tomorrow it's going to drop from 85 degrees today yeah, back to 30 85. tomorrow. Yeah. So that's a anomaly, yeah. I would say, for, for March here in Florida, where it's going to be it's super hot and humid, and then it's going to go to that. So I would say that's the but, most bizarre yeah. news that we've gotten all day today. But it's pretty cool, though. We I work mean, on like, farms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty cool, though, too, because like everything's starting to bloom and the bugs are coming out. So hopefully that freeze can like you know stop the mosquitoes like the crazy pterodactyl of mosquitoes that come into florida and uh yeah hopefully that'll happen uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the ladybugs were swarming us today on our aquaponic farm which yeah. we'll talk more about and then i got okay super random i got bit by a fire ant right here today that's oh, wow. the crazy thing i think yeah. that's probably ever bug wise happened it wasn't a mosquito it was literally just yeah picking up something and it must have just hitched a ride and yeah, that's fine luck. it's good luck yeah that's fine. We'll, we'll roll with it <laughs> it must be it's funny i spent a lot of time because we're gonna talk about your farm we're gonna talk about your both of your gifts to the world but i i have to say i spent a lot of time googling like spiritual meaning of fire ant or spiritual meaning of whatever in my journey to understand like that i can really just ask those questions to myself <laughs> so it must have some meaning and you can i'm sure uh tune into that at another time but uh, before we go into all of the things you know you guys are really multifaceted people i mean as we all are but you guys have really unique uh, spaces within um like where, wherein you've worked, uh, to use the term work, uh, what title, what 
what do you guys like to introduce yourselves as? Cause you could say well, you're farmers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess hats. we could say, yeah, if we put our farmer hat on, I actually still have a farmer hat on today. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hair's not really going. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the way I like to introduce Alyssa is that she is a non-practicing aerospace engineer that really found the body to be more fascinating than rockets. And how cool is that, right? I mean, like that's pretty special to be able to say. So I want her to start off and tell her all about it. <laughs> so I guess if you would give us like an overarching title that everything that we strive to do in our life is to help make other people's lives better in the health and wellness spectrum, whether it's with water, which I know we'll talk about clean food, clean living, um, detoxifying the body to have longevity. All of these things are super important. And I, I truly believe that we were placed on this planet to help kind of call it cutting the hypotenuse, if you will, where it's like, I have my own health struggle where I left the aerospace industry because I got really sick in my early twenties. And I was told that I'd be on, on prescription drugs for the rest of my life. And this is just how it was. And I refused to believe that. And a decade later, I'm you know, I've been working to overcome a lot of my health challenges. So now I can help other people, you know, close that gap and not have to struggle for the decade that I struggled through and have answers in real time instead of being told that they're, they're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of fast forward that. I mean, like I was the same way too. I mean, I was on all different types of prescription drugs for uh, anxiety and depression. So having going through that and you know being kind of like a slave to the pharmaceuticals was just kind of like one of those things that happened that made us open our eyes and be like we don't want to have anything to do with that anymore and not only can we help ourselves but the things around us that we can put into our body that's a healthy alternative that does the same exact things or maybe even better <laughs> Yeah. And that's what I love about you guys and your story that hopefully we can completely like round out because there's so much to it um, is that you both have your own personal connection to it. You both have your own gifts. It is so, such that you guide others and you're doing something from the outside in creating, dare I call it a product because it is water, right? We all, it's, it's already exists, but you're amplifying it. You're improving it so that it can impact the greater good of the world. Uh, and so when it comes to the thing that I think um, our uh, kind of connector James uh, brought us together for was this idea of the mindset and how there are modalities and there are there is a time and a place for guides, which all three of us are in some way, shape or form. Um, but there's also this piece about believing in something bigger and greater. Can you guys speak to that and maybe share each of your own aha moments or kind of how you explain that part of it to clients? So I don't think that any one of us are individuals, if that makes sense. I feel like we're here to have an individual experience. And regardless of semantics, if you believe in your source, in your creator, in a God, that we are all made in an image in our individual bodies to have an individual experience, but to connect with the other and not see us as separate. So I believe it is our responsibility and our, our human essence to be able to love more, share more, and deliver something to the world that's going to help in our evolution. And I think Mike can speak so well to the, the spiritual side of that because of his intuitive ability and his gifts, um, mm. really helping people overcome the limitations of their own mindset and belief and trauma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one of my favorite sayings is, <clears throat> I use it all the time, is let go and be in flow. 
and it's all about perception. You know, either you walk through this world and you have things happen to you or you have them happen for you. And I'm a person where everything happens for me, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that happens, if it's, well, negative, quote unquote negative or positive, it's showing you a lesson and it's guiding you in this uh in this direction that you need to go and it's kind of like um it might set you back sometimes but you might need that step back to see the bigger picture so i really like going in on like a touchy-feely kind of because that's what i am i'm an intuitive so i can feel everything and that's what feels good to me and if you hear my language i'm saying feel 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 but um it's just uh amazing when you can have that perspective shift and just know that everything's going to be okay just because i said it was yeah it's it's i think almost powerful than we you can really know until you experience it and you have to really cultivate that trust. Um, a lot of the audience has um, heard my story and, and other people with similar stories about kind of living from the head up and not being in our bodies. Uh, personally, I had um, done you know the supplement protocol, the stool test, the integrative functional work, and was still getting bloated multiple times a day. It wasn't until I did some mental and emotional releases that I found, um, I don't know, but you peace, healing. Uh, and so I needed that side of it. And I think you guys are really an interesting pair because of how you, do you guys share clients? Like, I feel like you guys have the opposite of what, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I'm more on the mental and emotional side. So if you were to give me a label, it would be a medical intuitive and holistic healer. And Alyssa deals with more of the physical side with nutrition. She's an FDNP. Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Practitioner. It's <laughs> a mouthful. It is a mouthful. But it's a similar journey to what you just explained, how we can do all of the testing under the sun, which I, I love having the ability to get bioavailable test results to see what's going on in real time in a client's body and pair that with the client's medical history and their lifestyle mm-hmm. to have this clinical correlation that really humanizes them and they're not like anyone else. But I was laughing before because I met Mike, we became friends before we, you know, entered in this amazing relationship, the soul connection that we have. I was his client. Oh, no way. I see him yes, yep. Because I was dealing with imbalances in my body that I couldn't <laughs> understand that were stemming from traumas and limiting beliefs, mindset and self-worth issues that were so much related to the gut issues that I was experiencing because of the stress that Mm -hmm. I was putting on myself. So very, Um, very similar to your path and what you're saying, your story. I I wouldn't be where I'm at now without the work that we've done together. mm -hmm. And a really cool thing too, is like, she was just as much as a practitioner for me, because before we were together, I was 85 pounds heavier. I was, I had high blood pressure. I did not have a good diet. Um, I ate everything underneath the sun. And then she started educating me on why these things were not so good for me and what to replace, you know, that pizza with. It's like, oh, wow, cauliflower crust and like, you know, really um, what farm raised, you know, meats and everything and cheeses. I, it goes <laughs> on and on. But I mean, like, I dropped 85 pounds because of her. So we really helped each other. And we were like, wow, this is this is something. We got something going on, but it's crazy. We didn't realize it until 
uh, can I say after the pandemic now? Like after <laughs> yeah. all the craziness? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we're like, we need to work together because all this, you know, imbalances of, of the mind and all the imbalances of staying in. And what are you going to do? You're going to reach for your uh, chips. You're going to reach for your chocolate the because it feels food. good. It was the comfort food. So, I mean, like everybody thinks when they look at themselves, like it's separate, like the mind separate from the body, separate from your organs. And they're not, they're all connected and they all have a consciousness, but they're all connected. So what your mind tells your stomach, what tells your heart, it's, it's crazy to think that we are just one system instead of people like putting, you have different uh, systems, like a digestive system, circulatory system, respiratory system, but they're all connected. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I like to drive home to people is like, that's just the way, that's the way it is. I mean, like there's no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You're connected no matter what. And I think that people need to, I hate, I hate to say this, but a lot of people have to kind of be at a rock bottom to believe that because it's just not the way that our culture um, programs us. And as you were saying connected, I'm like seeing the image above you guys behind you. It's like, yeah. it's all connected, uh, which is beautiful. Um, so <laughs> yes, uh, before we kind of uh, go into like what you guys are currently creating together, um, I think, so I've had a couple functional practitioners on uh, the podcast and um, tried to educate people as I went through my journey with stool testing and those types of things, but I haven't had a medical intuitive on, and I think it would be really interesting for you guys to, or for Mike, for you to share what that entails. What is it like before actually we, we hopped on, I told my stepmom, like who I was talking to, she's like, wait, what is that? Never heard. No. <laughs> like in my space, I mean, half my clients see medical intuitive. So I'm obviously aware, but I would love for you to share that. And then um, for someone out there who's struggling kind of with it all, mm-hmm. like which one of you would they start with? And, and kind of, how do you know that? So, yeah. Right. So, yeah, a lot of people ask what a medical intuitive is. And I mean, like all of us are intuitive. We just have to tap into that. We might have blockages, whether it's in your crown chakra or your third eye chakra, there's blockages that hinder that from happening, calcification of your pineal gland. So there's a lot of different factors. So being super clean with your diet and spiritually is super important. But I was actually born with this gift. Mm. Uh, So much so like when I was a teenager, um, I was labeled as a hypochondriac. Like I would walk through a crowd and I would come out and I felt like I went through war because like my shoulder hurt. I had a headache, heart palpitations. My leg felt weird. It was just so strange, like walking through it and you're like, well, wow. what's going on? And I didn't have any resources telling me what that was. So people were like, you're a hypochondriac. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. It's in my head. I know. So going through that until my mid 20s, where I actually started honing in on this. Another story is like, you know, my grandfather, uh, I was hanging out with him and I was like, grandpa, my chest hurts. And he was like, that's really strange because mine does too. Next day he had a heart attack. Mm. That's that's some real, yeah. So I pick up on that energetic signature of, and this is what a medical intuitive is, of what imbalances the body has on a medical level. So uh, organs, um, uh, fascial tissue, Um, any different type of things in your body, I can feel that, you know? 
Um, so it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't until my uh, later 20s that I really started to hone in on this. I was actually on a different podcast and um, not even for medical intuition. It was for law of attraction. And uh, we had a medical intuitive on and he kept on looking at me through the screen. I could feel his energy. And I was like, that's really weird. This guy's there's something about this guy. So after everything was said and done, he uh, called me and he was like, dude, you're a medical intuitive. I can feel it. It's coming out. Uh, of you. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. But what is that? <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. So he kind of like took me under his wings and he told me what certifications to get and what books to read. So I just like went all in and started researching everything about medical intuition. And um, so now after, you know, honing in on all those skills, people call me the human AO scanner. And if you don't know what an AO scanner is, it's what takes your, um, what is it? Your magnetic it's frequency like in your body biometrics. Yeah, biometrics. Um, there's a couple other programs that do this called Nest Health and different things where you, cool. it literally scans your entire body for nutrient deficiencies, organ functioning by percentage. Are you hydrated? All of these things like uh, we are water. We'll talk more about water, but mm -hmm. he can't work on someone if they're not hydrated because yeah. it'll test their, it'll test wrong their energy, their frequency, literal Hertz frequency will, will be too low. So we'll it'll give low. a false yep. positive or negative, but yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. the work that he does is, is so profound that I will not, you ask this question, I will not work with someone until they see him because oh, the wow. less that he knows, the better yeah. the results are if that makes any sense. Yeah. I actually, that's what I kind of downloaded like, Oh, wow. I wonder if they work with him first, because there's also a general awareness that I think people have to, um, have about themselves and their emotional state and their mental state and their physical body state that mm -hmm. even if they didn't want to act on something you potentially found, they at least now have awareness that the energetics are real and we are energy, right? Yeah. We are all energy and it's so eye-opening to people when they are open to at least learning more because it's all permission-based work that he does. Yeah. He, he can't universal, it's universal law. He can't tap into someone's energy just walking around and like, ah, I want to. You don't want to either. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, like I spend my teens and younger ages doing that and it's not fun. But not purposefully, you know? just not purposefully, feeling yeah. out of whack and right. prescription drugs and all of that to try and just feel balanced yeah. and now the work that he does helps guide a protocol that i do in the physical realm where i'll still run my diagnostic laboratory testing but if someone has significant self-worth issues and belief issues behind not deserving to be well mm -hmm. they won't get well no matter how organic and grass-fed and the sleep and all yeah. of the, they could be fine-tuning all of the things but if they don't believe it here it's not going to happen right uh, it's such a beautiful thing to bring to everyone's awareness in this new year. Like I, you know, so many people can say a similar thing, but it has to come from the right person. So I hope someone listening is like getting that right now. Cause it took me yeah. a long time to get myself with my own limiting beliefs and what I wanted, but like, didn't again, think was possible for myself. Um, and there's still more, right. There's more to be uncovered. There's more to work on. And 
um, to be aware of, uh, but it is a really uh, important thing. Uh, but you said something interesting that I just um, want you to expand on because it will lead us into water, but with the notion that we are all energy and we carry different frequencies and we can pick up different frequencies and things like that. You said the word hurts. I'm familiar with the word. Um, can you talk about like how that plays into your work or what you even mean by that uh, for the listeners? Well, I mean, it's an energetic um, frequency that's actually put out, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you have a stinking thinking mindset, you know, where you're thinking negative all the time, you're going to have lower hertz. There's actually electricity, you know, bioelectric electricity going around your, your whole entire body. And that's your energy field. So when you don't take care of that, it's going to be really low. And if you, um, you know, like I said, with the negative thoughts and everything, but you can bring that up, just like turning on a light bulb, you know, you, you want to um, just make sure that you are thinking those positive thoughts. And just by having a clear channel, um, because your chakra system has a lot to do with that. Your chakra systems are energy systems within your body, you know, that are connected to organs um that give off a lot of energy so if we don't if we have blockages in those areas in those chakra systems and we're thinking negatively we're going to have very low vibration but to kick it up and to clear those out with like belief work and to just you know mindfully tell your body to open up these chakra systems because it's easy as that and people don't realize it is when you get in tune with it you can tell your body to up it up they think it's hard yeah if it's not if it's too easy it's not worth it and that's where right. we're getting caught up in this lack of manifesting where we're holding ourselves separate from something when we have to feel it and we believe it and that level of belief raises our vibration so this is actually measurable. So from a, a very, if someone doesn't believe we're like human batteries, um, every living thing is they can take an egg and a magnet, the head will have a positive, the feet will have a negative. So if you're like, if you have around chicks, not, not an egg that you're going to crack from the grocery store, but like an actual egg that's creating a chick, you actually have polarity. And the same is feel is true of our energy field that's measurable. If anyone's ever had a heart rate monitor, an EEG or an EKG for brainwave patterns and heart wave residents, this electromagnetic frequency that we create in our body, we get to choose. That's the beautiful thing about being a human. We can choose to elevate our consciousness by raising the vibration of our thoughts. Mm -hmm. It's potent stuff. It's um, It does seem really simple. I think some people want it to be hard or challenging. Um, I can share my personal challenge was I was so, um, you know, in my head all the time that it would take a really bad stomach ache or some severe bloating to bring me into my body. And um, it was probably in the last year I started uh, feeling my solar plexus, like, Oh, wow. I feel this like oval shape in this area and like little parts of me, I feel like have, I guess you could say, come online. And most recently it was a really big opening of my heart chakra. And it's almost like I could feel the energy like emanating outward. I was actually co-sleeping with my little one and I just felt this immense, I mean, it brought me to tears and it's so incredibly, um, powerful. And it's also, um, like for instance, I knew what kind of where I wanted to go with this today. And right before we logged in, my fiance sent me a video of us dancing. And in that moment, I felt this like really insane amount of joy. 
Mm. And I remember trying to feel that before I knew him. Mm. So it's like, okay, I'm feeling it. That's what it's going to be like in my body when I meet him. And now I'm like, I'm living it. So I just think it's helpful for people to hear that this, we all have access to it. Um, and it's measurable. And I think an easy example too, is like, you know, when someone walks in the room, if they're having a good day or a bad day. Yes. That's an example we use a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Intuitively yeah. within us, whether yeah. it was instinctual for survival to mm -hmm. now, you just said it right before the call, you got the video and you felt that like that mm -hmm. people don't think that they can do something in that moment. And one of his favorite quotes is you can change it right now, right now, right now, whether it's your thought process, your healing, mm -hmm. any of those things are happening because energy is instantaneous. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and especially around your, your heart, your heart chakra is like the most powerful chakra within the chakra system, because when you have your heart energy your heart energy actually goes from six to eight feet in diameter so that's how you can feel when somebody comes into the room and you're like oh he's having a messed up day or he's like oh man i like this guy i like the way he's feeling and sometimes you know if you practice you can expand that over miles and miles and people can feel that and that's when you start attracting things but there is one thing that happens too is when you have emotions that are stuck around your heart Ooh. yeah so you could have something that's called a heart wall and dr bradley nelson uh, creator of the motion code which i'm certified in um, said this is that you can have these emotions that are creating this wall and your mind puts it to a very logical space so when i go to test i can see um what it's made out of if it's made out of a food if it's made out of uh, a rock if it's made out of wood if it's made out of uh you know precious metals or stones and then you can see how far that heart wall is so if you have a heart wall that's made out of iron that's going out for 50 miles you think you're projecting any love energy out mm. no you're not you're not even getting love energy uh, back to you it's because these emotions that are around it, it's protecting you from ever getting hurt, again, mm -hmm. feeling that. So what I like to explain is, is that uh, heart energy is like a butterfly, right? And that's how we can feel like if someone's having a good day. But if it has to go through these emotions, panic, depression, frustration, anxiety, that butterfly gets torn up and it gets emulated as a moth on the other side that's all tatted up I and mean, you know mm. just like ripped up to shreds and it that's what the people are feeling on the other side so if you're not attracting that love into your life or the people that you want to hang around with you're attracting the wrong people it might not because because it's about you it might be because of the blockages you have and mm. to remove that you open up your heart chakra just like you did remove those emotions around it now you're spreading nothing but love and getting nothing but love back mm. so it's, it's super powerful yeah it is the little bit of studying i've done on sort of energy and our kind of field um mm. i've learned a little bit from cindy dale and then my teacher who's kind of a fan of everybody uh, but mm. she talks about you know the mental body the emotional body the body the etheric body and how energy can get stuck out here that can eventually make its way all the way in. Um, 
Is there, uh, what are some, just while we're still here in medical intuitive um, and energy, uh, what are some things people could potentially do for themselves to help remove some blockages? Um, maybe that they, if they're just intuitively like, yeah, I feel like I might be like without even seeing someone, um, is there first suggestion to go to certain foods? What would you, I mean, she can speak about the foods, but with the energy, I would just say, so the best healers have the most intention. So it's our intention that we put into helping someone heal themselves. And I say that very carefully. I'm going to say it again, helping them heal themselves because we as healers don't heal people. If you have somebody come up and be like, hey, you're healed, you know, (laughs) because it doesn't work like that. Your body's healing now and now and now, and it's always healing. It has very intuitive uh, way of healing itself always. So, I mean, when you have these, um, these blockages, it just causes this causes havoc, but a thing that someone can do is just, especially if they're intuitive, and if they're a clairvisual or clairvoyant or um, clairaudio, they can tap into those different um, gifts that they have. And it's the intention of releasing them, the intention of feeling that you're better. Because there's a future self, because I'm going to get a little crazy now, is that time doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. We're here in past, present, future. The only time that matters is if you want time is present. Mm-hmm. And that's where we create from. So if you feel that you are healthy in this exact moment, you're going to be healthy in your future. If you feel like you can get rid of these imbalances right now, you already did. Mm. But the rate in which you manifest is the rate in which you believe. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rate in wow. which you manifest is the rate in which you believe. So if you have big belief, you can make miracles happen right now. Mm. I've seen it happen over and over and over and over again. And it's a beautiful thing. I believe it. And I've, I've heard stories and I've, I've know people who have had those. And I think it's helpful to have expanders to believe that it is possible, you know, and, and when we do it for ourselves, our family, our friends, Hey, Hey, what are you doing? Like, what's that thing? Like you seem different Your energy. Like, cause even if they don't believe in what they think they don't believe in, they can feel it. Cause like you guys said, we all have the gifts. Um, we just maybe don't realize it. Um, yeah. The other thing I wanted to ask about hurts, which, which kind of leads us to water. I heard something really interesting at the end of 20, I think it was the end of 2021 or early this year, there's a podcast with Dr. Zach Bush. And I think it was maybe on Aubrey Marcus's podcast. And, you know, I've heard aside from their podcast, I have heard this um, notion time and time again, that we really don't know where the mind lives. We don't really know where memories live. Right. And they're talking about how perhaps they're stored in the water in our bodies and or our tissues. And so I kind of wanted to get your take on water, continue with our body and our energy as it pertains to water to lead us to water, because um, I'm starting to hear more about that and the things I'm tuning into. Absolutely. So water conducts, right? So water transmits energy and information. We know with infoceuticals, you can imprint water with literal vitamins and minerals that your body needs. So it's an intelligent life force in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Um, as we say, as out at, so within 
the world's surface is covered by about 70 plus percent water, so is our body. So it's it's very much a, a microcosm of what we're experiencing in the world at large. So when we nourish what's going on within in each individual, it can emanate out and far beyond. So um, we, we know in the world that there are frequencies that like EMFs that are chaotic to our body structures that are conductive of have you ever heard of the work of Dr. Masuri Emoto? What the bleep do we know? Uh, I've heard that <laughs> title, but I didn't hear, I didn't remember the doctor's name. So he has like done premier research. This is going back like 20 years ago on looking at water under microscope and the crystalline structure of water can either look very turbulent, chaotic, angry when we're projecting fear, hate, anger, pollution into this water and they're showing with you know a zen buddhist monk with prayer with love and gratitude how it changes the the chemical and physical structure of the water to this beautiful crystalline body that looks like as individual as a snowflake and it actually with testing is showing in the body that it actually hydrates the body more thoroughly mm -hmm. and it has less toxins and it actually helps the body remove toxins on a physiological level. That's how powerful water is, but how sensitive it is to external vibrations. Mm. So in theory, if <laughs> I am made of a bunch of water and I have a really uh, confronting experience or a stressful day or an emergency landing, the is the perhaps suggestion to speak lovingly to water and rehydrate that way. Um, and like, how can water get stuck in the body? Is that a dumb question? I don't know. No, it's not a dumb question, but I mean, like we can change the frequency of everything. And Alyssa and I do that every single day. And you might know about it and not even realize what you're doing. But in some religions, we pray before we eat, right? Mm -hmm. What are we doing? We're putting our intention in the food. We're putting mm -hmm. intention into the people around us so mm -hmm. we can have a nourishing food, so we can make sure that it nourishes us, that it's nutritional and everything. So, I mean, like you can change the frequency of anything you want. You can put love into water. Mm -hmm. You can put gratitude. You can put abundance in the water and you can speak it within the water. Because like she said, it's very conductive. You can do that with a lot of different things too. And it comes back with the, um, the intent, the intention and in what you put in it and the belief that you have when you're doing it. Prayer is less about words. It's really important. It's a feeling. Mm -hmm. You said you watched that video and you connected to that heart energy feeling of love. Mm -hmm. And that is where we manifest. That is where we create. That is where yeah. we heal. It's not so much what we say, it's what we're feeling and not feeling separate or mm -hmm. a lack of something. It's, I think for your listeners, it might be better to have that one connection point where they remember their best day ever, where they were just, they fell in love or they, they gave birth or whatever it might, might be that connects them to that feeling and allowing them to go into that present state of mind and that meditative space where they're not worried mm -hmm. about the stress of the past or what might happen in the future, what's going to happen tomorrow, their busy work day or whatever else it might be, but to ground themselves in that present moment mm -hmm. in that feeling of love, of gratitude, of appreciation. 
Awesome. That's really helpful and practical. I think one time I might've got the question, I was giving a similar exercise like that. And they said, but it's in the past. Does that matter? So I think it's amazing. You already clarified for us that time isn't real and uh, <laughs> our listeners have heard that. So they won't be too shocked by that. Um, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so speaking of manifestations, um, when you guys have created something pretty amazing that we're going to kind of segue into, was that something that you said, I'm going to go manifest this, uh, or did it, <laughs> her face just was like, <laughs> um, <laughs> or did it unfold and how can we, um, just speaking to the, the energetics of manifestation, how can we manifest something without doing it and from intentionality? Because I think there is a difference there. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I love everything about this. This is amazing. This is right up our alley. So like going back to feeling, you know, you have to feel like you've had it. Mm. You have to feel like when you're driving that car, that's the missing secret. That's the real secret. I know the secret says, ask, believe, receive, but it, you need to feel it. You need to feel as if it already happened. And you're actually bringing, you're changing your frequency. And that feeling is coming to you and turning into a reality. So it's super special, super powerful with that, you know, so we didn't set out to start a water company no. We <laughs> to go back into it. Sorry. No, no, it's perfect. But yeah. I think, you know, having for someone that's seeking their purpose and what am I supposed to do to start with the generalization instead of like harping on yourself day in and day out, like, I don't know what my purpose is. And I didn't get this to do list done setting a generalization, like, I'm here on this planet to help more people feel better. I want to bring joy into people's lives mm -hmm. and letting the path unfold because during the pandemic, and this is, this is kind of how this all came together. We decided to uproot from Las Vegas and move to Florida. We left all of our stuff in storage there. Cause we're like, Oh, we'll be here for the summer. We'll make yeah. sure the parents are okay. And then uh, we'll go back out West. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen. We're still, no, we're we're still, still here yeah. a year and a half later. Um, so at the end of 2020, we, we don't drink tap water, just plain and simple. If my people out there that are doing it, please go to ewg.org and look up what's actually in your water and just you'll never, stop. never drink it's tap water good. ever again, <laughs> unfortunately. And I'm not trying to demonize any municipality. It's just that there are so many more toxins being introduced into our environment that mm. they just can't filter them out. And, um, then we are stuck with the consequences if we don't take action for ourselves and take responsibility for our health. So mm -hmm. that said, we ordered from three different uh, countertop gravity filtration companies on the market, waited about eight weeks individually for each of these companies. We're calling them yeah. we're like, Where, where's our stuff? What's going on? Endless calling, you know, <laughs> two weeks go by. I call in. So where's our system? And they're like, oh, it's on its way. Call in next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's on its way. Call in next week. Nope, we're going to get another system. <laughs> Two weeks. This oh, is ridiculous. Oh, no, it's on its way. So it's it like was like a charade of yeah. like, oh, well, it's on a boat somewhere, but because of the, the supply chain shortages. And oh my God. Like yeah. it was literally just every excuse under the book that the pandemic created all of this, that no one was working and no one could get any products. And my you guys are intuitive enough. You're probably like, what is this supposed to mean? Right, like, right. This is a really glaring thing here. Mm -hmm. uh, as a, an engineer and someone that can build anything under the sun, he looks at me and he's like, uh, how hard would it be to make our own? <laughs> <laughs> looked at me one day. I'm like, well, 
you know, I think we could make it better. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It gets the whiteboard out, starts scribbling. <laughs> it looks like EM, EM equals MC square. All that stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it, it's awesome because she's like the brains behind it. And I just build it. She's like, can you make them? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I can make them. So, so um, December, it was right around Christmas. Yeah. We took a picture. I remember it was in front of the Christmas tree. It was like, you know, just telling people like, Hey, do you know what's in your water? Do you really know what you're hydrating your body with and relying on for, yeah. I mean, one of our biggest sayings is that you can go weeks without food, but only days without water. And people don't realize like, it's, it's not about the quantity in this situation. This is definitively the quality. Mm -hmm. And, um, we wanted to educate people that I think that's one of our, our passions and reasons for being on this planet mm -hmm. as well as to we're researchers and we want to bring quality products to people so that they can empower themselves and, and their health. So we posted a picture of this system that we had created at the time with off the shelf parts, except. which is weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know we couldn't get the actual system, but the filters were in stock. <laughs> so we're like, Oh my gosh. Well, let's try, you know, couple different filters. We learned so, so much about quickly. water yeah. very quickly yeah. about, um, country of origin, what was actually created, like how these, um, filters actually came to pass and what ingredients were used in them. Everything from like toxic coal carbon from the earth to animal bone char and just things for like, you know, health mm -hmm. reasons and ethical reasons. We're like, this doesn't it make any doesn't sense. Make any and, sense. Yeah. you know, when we finally settled on the filter that we were going to use for ourselves, it was a company based out of England that had an incredible track record. The ingredients were all vegan, mineral plant-based and the water tasted amazing. So we post mm -hmm. this picture and within a week, we had 20 of our friends just from like social media, like, Hey, where can I get one of those? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, like we better make a business. <laughs> yeah, I think right? we should, we should do something about this. Yeah. We're like, Oh, I guess we can make one for you. And then after like the, the 10th person, we're like, we're scratching our heads. Yeah. Like, uh, we need to call it something. <laughs> we need to start. And then it's like snowballed and it's like, Oh, we need a company. Okay. So we need this, 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 and it just became and started growing. But the beautiful thing is, is that it started growing organically too. And like all these things, like you said, how do you manifest it? I mean, like we were already feeling like it was successful. So all these people were coming into our life, like helping us with it. And one day we were helping another friend and uh, she had like a picnic company and um, she was getting interviewed by the news and the, uh, the anchor goes, well, if you have any interesting <laughs> stories that you would like to share, that's like really fact. interesting, <laughs> let us know. And we were like, okay, cool. We didn't really know what that meant, but like sitting around, like trying to figure out how to market this card from this guy fell out of my wallet. And I was no. like, we're going to be on the news. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And we told him about what we were doing. He's like, I love it. I'll be right over. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like yeah. a one man, like camera crew interviewer. And we're like, we're down at a pond filling our system up. Cause it's a gravity system. You can take anywhere. Mm -hmm. No cool. electricity no pumps you can take it camping we're in florida god forbid there's a hurricane mm -hmm. and you can't get water you can go down to a pond and fill this up and have clean chemical free yeah. drinking water yeah contaminant free wow that was going to be my question on like <laughs> the like where you're accessing water to like test this were you kind of just yeah. going to like public land we, we did i mean like, we're on we the actually, news doing this yeah. there's like algae and lily pads coming out of the top of the yeah. system and it's like you're gonna drink that water 
um yeah anything we, we could do and we had a uh a thing on TikTok because we were like, we have this product and there's like 12 year olds making tons of money on TikTok about this and educating people on like games. Less, yeah, games, toys, and toys what, and whatever stuff. it might be. So we're like, we'll create something called Willow Filter. So <laughs> we filtered out pond water, we filtered out pool water, we filtered out orange juice, we filtered out Guinness. Yes. Yeah, so oh my God. Anyone yeah. wants and, to see that St. Patrick's yeah. Day last year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Last year. It Excuse worked. Me. Yeah. It worked. Yep. Yeah. And wow. It didn't taste like beer. And I was like, that's that's crazy. <laughs> well, everything is, I mean, you learn that when you're younger, like, oh, everything's like has a has water content. Um, like even the other night I was after my crazy, I couldn't find a place to land and then couldn't find a flight. And then it was I found myself in a hotel. And my best option was like Jimmy John's lettuce wrap at like 10 at night. I haven't eaten in hours. And I remember thinking to myself, like, well, maybe there's going to be some water coming through this lettuce. Like we know that there's water in, in everything. Um, but I, this is a really thing that weird thing that came up for me as a, we're thinking and talking about water. I remember when I was younger, the several, I don't know if it was science class, must've been science classes, kind of putting scare tactics in us that there's such a limited availability of water on this planet and it's going away and conserve water, save water. And I just, it's like an, a, just a random thing that I remember from messaging I received in childhood. And I'm wondering like, what do you guys think about that? Like, is that true? With our um, extensive research with this water, um, if you're scared that the world is going to run out of water, uh, look up primary water. <laughs> okay. And that has, so primary water at all varying depths, there is crystal clear, filtered, amazing water underneath the ground mm. that we don't tap into. Available. And you know what? One of the biggest availabilities is the biggest aquifers is California. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So with this availability, like, do you guys see, do you guys think like macro, like global when you guys are considering water? Have you guys run into like, cause I know your filters from England, like what have you learned about the globe and the, the situation with water planetarily? Oh my goodness. So two things about us personally, yeah. um, the next innovation and the most important and the way I see it is to be able to manufacture our own filters in-house. Mm. So we don't have to worry about the supply chain shortages that actually birthed this company mm. um, and doing it in a way that the entire filter is biodegradable, something that can just be thrown away. There's no plastic threading. Um, there's nothing about it that doesn't go back into the earth and cause any harm. So that's um, that's primary to us on a personal level. Globally, I do love the innovation that I'm seeing. I don't know if you've seen, um, there's a couple of companies out there that are actually dehumidifying the air. Oh yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Even, okay, so one of them is based in Phoenix, Arizona. So at a minimum of 10% humidity onward, which is the majority of the planet, they can pull humidity out of the atmosphere and turn it into clean drinking water. So the oh, options are available. Um, the scare tactics around everything that yeah. media has been pushing are totally unnecessary. Mm -hmm. um, being more responsible about 
our, our energy usage and our waste products and all of that. Yes, I mean, we should definitively be more conscious about our choices on the planet, especially because of the toxicity that it brings into our own bodies. So if we care about this vessel, um, that should be of concern. But the fact that we're going to run out of water and they're, they're like harping on that, there will be wars that are waged over food and water. Mm-hmm. But it does. it's not because of a lack of resources on this planet. It's a helpful reminder, I think, for people to hear. Um, with, uh, I think I shared this with you guys um, when we spoke offline a month or so ago. Uh, the I had t- told myself in 2022 I wanted to really work on my intuitive gifts and be present to what I'm experiencing and carve out more intentional time for that. And I asked myself the question, "What am I tasting?" One morning, the first, actually, the first morning, I tried the exercise and. I wrote out metal. I'm like, that's so weird. Why am I tasting metal? And that day, or maybe the next day, my fiance, who is incredibly intuitive, but would never say it. Like he is the most, any intuitive I've ever met that has met him, no one that has met him are like, oh my God, he's always ask him what he thinks. Um, He had just randomly decided to get our water tested and it came back positive for arsenic. And so I knew uh, that I was like, oh, well, I was tasting metal. That's so crazy. Of course. Um, what are some, just to kind of drive home this point that people need to be filtering their water. What are some of the common pollutants you guys see and potentially, and, or things you guys see with your one-on-one clients that could be, uh, potentially caused by water toxins? So the laundry list is long. I mean, our filter removes over 200 chemical contaminants that are commonly found in tap water, things from heavy metals, um, arsenic, thallium from car exhaust, mercury, lead. Um, Everyone knows about the Flint, Michigan crisis. I mean, these are things that were known and nothing was done until people started dying. So the fact that we need to take responsibility and can't just leave it to something outside of ourselves to do it for us or to blindly trust that someone's got our back. Mm -hmm. um, I think that education is probably the most important thing. And then Um, learning about the resources that are available. But as far as like health concerns, like, yeah, lead is contributing in neurological issues or death, it can be fatal. Um, Microplastics is a huge one that's emerging just because of the pollution that's entering our rivers and streams and then going into the ocean. And these are things that they're not able to filter out of the tap water. It's not even something that's being looked into into the municipalities. Wow. prescription drug residues, whether it's being flushed or it's being urinated out are entering the water supply as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're seeing, you know, estrogen, xenoestrogen levels soaring in people's endocrine disruptor. So the plastics, the BPA plastics, as well as the estrogens that are being um, released from the body and urination are contributing to a rise in estrogen. um, I would say predominantly in the United States where this is a huge thing with the prescription drugs and contraceptives and things like that. Um, and globally for the plastic that aren't even really being recognized as being in someone's body and wreaking havoc on thyroid glands um, and creating imbalances elsewhere that seem far removed from the actual source. Like people are having symptoms that are buried in metabolic chaos in their body and they would not draw the conclusion that it's coming from the water they're drinking. Wow. Especially because a lot of the general health messaging is hydrate, 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 hydrate. So they think they're helping themselves. And if it's not filtered, um, it's not clean, your intox instead of helping your body. 
detox at a, a cellular level. Yeah. And drinking out of plastic bottles is a good example too. You don't know how long it's sat on the truck. You don't know where it's been. <laughs> so, I mean, like it's just leaching those actual plastics into your water and you're consuming that. Mm-hmm. So with our system, we did the math and we're saving 40,000 plastic water bottles per filter use. Mm-hmm. So not only is it helping the environment, but it's also helping your body stay clean of these uh, plastics, which you don't even realize. Like, mm-hmm. it, and it's, and it's kind of sad. We like grew up drinking from a garden hose. Well, I did. Yeah. You know? Like we have yeah. readily available. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like, wow, all the information and stuff that we educated ourselves with, it's like, that's, that's really scary to like have those pastimes that aren't going to be, you know, our children's pastimes. Yeah, so. it's, um, this is, might be just, I don't know if it's too broad of a question, but have you guys uh, read any statistics on the differences between city water or well water? And like, is there one that's potentially safer? It varies depending on where the well is, gotcha. um, where the city is. I mean, is the city, okay, I'll give an example. Manhattan is known to have amazing pizza because of the water, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they aren't lying about the water because if you actually go up from the city and you see where the city's getting its water from, there's some of the most pristine reservoirs that are protected mm-hmm. nat- natural resources. Um, you can't pollute in them, you can't dump in them. There is no industry around it. Um, similar to an, an incident last year, um, January on the west coast of Florida, there was a 20 million gallon like area of land filled with uh, fertilizer that was sitting there for decades, like fertilizer contaminated water. And it, it had a leak and it breached and it started leaking into the Tampa Bay, which contributed to the massive algal bloom that killed millions of sea creatures. Mm. Um, But it was also poisoning people's groundwater that were on wells. So it really is dependent on where Mm -hmm. they are. Um, And then like you experienced with the arsenic levels, I mean, you could be drinking the best mountain spring, it's delicious and you have no idea what the mineral content is that could even just be coming from the rocks and sediment yeah. that's around. So testing is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just not having, unfortunately, just not having like blind faith that it's, it's one what of the other. told it was or whatever. That kind of leads into my other question. You know, we're kind of seeing a rise in uh, people's empowerment, right? Instead of big government in maybe 30 years ago, you guys would have had an agenda to go to the white house with this, stuff. I don't get that feeling from you, but I could be very wrong that you're not trying to create new policies. Um, but you have taken something into your hands, uh, into your own hands to then get in the hands of the people. Um, talk to me a little bit about your bigger vision for all of this. I mean, we just want to help as many people as we can. Um, you know, when our clients come to us, uh, we don't tell them this outright, but we want them we want us to be the last practitioner that they see. You know, we want to make sure that we get to the root cause of the root cause of the root cause. And if we haven't got there, we're going to get there with you because it's very important to us. And just educating people on how important your food, your water, your air, the energy around you, all those things are super important to your well-being. So you can be a sentient being. With somebody that you are born to be, you know, and not 
big government telling you what to do. Um, I could go into that. We like the grassroots approach better. Um, yeah. It's actually like on our part, it's empowerment through education and mm. being able to share the information, share the research and, and above and beyond whether it's out there and they can find it, whether they do a, you know an internet search, I think we all have the answers intuitively already here. So instead of seeking those resources out and beyond, and my friend said this, and this worked for someone else, what does my body want and need right now? I have, I have the knowledge and I have these resources, but what am I feeling called to do? And if you are someone that works out religiously every single day and you're in burnout and realizing that today I need a day off, you're honoring your body and your space and your mind and regenerating. So um, really like honoring where that is. And no, we're not trying to create policy. And I don't think the trickle down effect really happens. I think it's more of a grassroots to bottom up that we share with someone and they feel so great that they go tell someone else and it spreads that way where they get to experience the results in their own life and then get to help uplift other people. That's the way it happens. I mean, like what we're seeing that works best for us is word of mouth because people are going to tell other people that really need us, mm -hmm. not like, oh, this guy can do this and we'll advertise it and medical intuitive and blah, 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 blah. You know, make it's you not a, make you rich that? overnight. All those crazy, like trending uh, healing aspects. Yeah. That, you know, kind of make us healers like cringe. Uh, you know, it's. Um, it's something really special when we can really just spread this word organically. Mm -hmm. And it, it also goes back to, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen people that, you know, or even maybe you don't know, but you follow them online or something where they kind of go from zero to hundred overnight. And it's, and you know, it's real, you know, like they didn't buy followers or anything like that podcasts. I, I know a friend actually who started a podcast. I remember she sat down with me in 2019. How do I do this? And in three months, she had a million downloads. And it's just stuff like that where you're like the intentionality behind it, like the mission, the purpose, the energetics, like the it will attract what it's supposed to without quote unquote the doing or the labeling or the fancy buzzword stuff, um, which I think is always a good um, reminder for people. Um, and in that is sort of the masculine, right? Like the, I'm going to push and grind and, and market this way. Um, and in the same vein, you know, people listening to this are like, okay, they both have their own healing practices. They're starting a business. They're doing research for the business. They're, they literally built it with their own hands. And if we circle back to the beginning of this episode, you work on a farm. So uh, before we get to how the farm comes into all of this, um, you know, people always want to know how, right? How do you do this? How do you separate your time. And to me, it's always just kind of like, well, I just know what I need to do. Um, but I think it would be worth asking you guys, like, this is a very big endeavor. Like how much time are you spending on this versus your healing stuff? I mean, it's, it's changing. It's yeah. a flowing process because we have to constantly reevaluate. Mike was booked more last month than all of last year with people that are elevating their consciousness and actively seeking the answers yeah. to their own imbalances and wanting to be more fully engaged in their own life. Yeah. Um, we started out at the beginning of the year and, and the whole goal of us working on the farm, it's an aquaponics farm. So for those that don't know what that is, um, 
we have fish that are basically the farmers and their byproducts, you know, their poop and pee goes to feed bacteria, that then fertilize plants that are growing in this living flowing water. So the plants sit on rafts and their roots have as much water as they want to drink and they grow pretty exponentially because they have sunlight. So they get the full spectrum of light that they need and they have as much water, the nutrients that they need. And we're seeing incredible food growing on this farm. That's growing as much. So here, I'll just give a little stat for people. One acre of traditional in-ground farming, we can grow on one tenth of an acre with one little farm. It's only as much water as a swimming pool yeah. and we recycle all of that water. So it's not just being dumped in the ground and wasted. It's all traveling through this system and nourishing the plants and the fish that live in this system. And our endeavor was to learn about it. We, we did this because we wanted to learn. Um, and wow. we knew we had to yeah. value our time. And, uh, you know, we called the gentleman that created this four years ago, the Willy Wonka of plants. And we're like, we want to learn from you. What you're doing is absolutely incredible. And he's like, well, I'd love to have you out on the farm, but I know that the best use of your time isn't for me to hire you guys nine to five. You have businesses and he recognizes that we have clients and healing practice as well. He's like, okay, if you can, you know, come out for, you know, four to five hours a day, a couple of days a week and just learn to be able to, again, share this with other people. This is something that's very much able to be translated. The company's called Backyard Farm Express. Like, not to plug him or anything, but I, I am because what he's created is incredible. So you could have this in your backyard and feed an entire community of people with yeah. one farm. So yeah. it's pretty amazing what he's doing for food stability. Yeah, so. yeah, so it's awesome. And like the end goal for us is that we want to understand how all farming modalities work, whether it's aquaponics, hydroponics, aeroponics, <laughs> uh, biodynamic farming. And we kind of want to like make a, a uh, culmination of all of it. So when we have our land, <laughs> we want to make uh, communities, communities with us. So the farm would be the middle of it. There would be tiny homes or whatever around it. Uh, can act as a, a healing retreat center. It can act for a place just for people to learn how to grow their own food and be sustainable. Um, and just a sustainability exposition. Healthy and mind, body, soul. Healthy so. mind, body, soul, yeah. Just uh, yeah. people that really have been um, turned off by what's going on can just come onto this land and just be like, wow, that's a breath of fresh air. And now I know how to grow my own food. I know I can give clean water anytime. I can learn how energy works because we want to do energy, solar, wind, biofuels, all different things. So um, there's a huge vision of what we actually want to do. And when you ask our end vision, this would definitely be our end vision, but to have it across the nation so we can educate as many people as possible. And it's something so, so simple but it's something so intricate at the same time because a lot of my clients I bring onto the farm, there's uh, vets that I bring onto the farm that for maybe the first time since they came back from war and combat are actually taking care of something, mm -hmm. are caring about something and getting out of their mind and looking at the plant mm -hmm. and just, you know, healing, healing each other, healing the plant and just like, being delicate with it, and, you know. So 
when that's happening and they have their mind in what I think is the beta state, which is the best state to heal, we just have a conversation and beautiful things start to happen where imbalances just melt off, um, trauma, PTS, I call it PTSI because it's not a disorder, it's an imbalance, just melts away. And they feel, um, they feel like they have a purpose and they feel like the earth is calm and it's not all hectic and chaotic. Oh so. my gosh. It's, um, it's all connected, right? Like as I'm envisioning what you're describing, I'm like, oh, all of this makes sense. It's all completely connected. And I think that's, you know, whether it's in our body and our energy systems and our organs and all of that, or it's how we are interacting with what we choose to spend our time on, which I think some people even need the reminder that we get to choose how we spend our time every single day, that ultimately it's all our own energy going out into the world to create something. And it is so um, connected. You guys just happen to have a very beautiful vision of where all of that becomes one place, literal reality, uh, which I'm sure that it will. Um, and this, uh, question, this next question is not necessarily about the vision. It's actually kind of going back to the healing stuff because you guys have to, I'm, ass, I'm assuming use a lot of energy to do all of this and to be present to all of that and to hold the vision and to stay healthy as you are. Um, and it's something that actually came up the first time I met you guys, which is um, uh, being energetically kind of like having clean energy essentially. And you guys see a lot of people, you share a lot of energy with people um, how do you guys stay in your own healthy energy? Boundaries are very important in having an incredible accountability, whether it's a, a partner you're in a relationship with, a parent, a friend, <laughs> we help guide each other on this path where yeah. if we're not being mindful of our energy or our bodies, where we get to have these conversations and because we are, we're engaging with a lot of people and he's really great at protecting himself because it's something that he's had to learn in his line of work. And he's popped my heart wall and I feel like my heart was flapping around in the winds and it's like, <laughs> I'm feeling all of these new feelings and how do I protect myself as an empath from you know the clients that I work with that I so deeply want to help them heal and not pick up on what they're actually feeling with this, mm. you know resonant pain, you know, signature in their body and not feeling their pain and internalizing that in order to help them. So um, it is really important, I think, that we're doing these things in community with each other, that we're not, no one man is an island and we're not isolated in our healing quest. Uh, and that we just, yeah, we're, we're definitely learned to lean into love because time I mean, yeah, finding the time to juggle all these things can seem like a lot, but remembering that you need to take time to fill your own cup up in order to be able to help others, to share your gifts, to, yeah. you know, anything that you want to manifest comes from first taking care of this vessel. You can't pour from an empty cup. And if mm -hmm. you think you're going to pour from an empty cup and you want to help a whole bunch of people, that's great. But if you have no energy to help other people, what are you doing? You're sucking your vital energy and you're doing yourself a disservice. And then people can actually feel upon that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's like, it's, it's a little bit different too with like being a, a energy healer where you do have to protect yourself. But the way that we do that is that we vibrate higher. 
we vibrate mm -hmm. higher and know that evil or negative negativity is just going to melt off of us because it just doesn't exist in that moment and mm -hmm. remember what i said is that it's the intention that you put behind it and if you think you're going to get attacked and you think you're going to have your energy drained i mean there's also the different um ways of not using your energy and using divine energy and you know other uh, <clears throat> other aspects like that but it's more so of just knowing that you're okay mm -hmm. knowing that and i love this quote is it and it's a peter crone quote i love him it happened to happen and it didn't yeah. happen any other way because it didn't <laughs> and it's um, very liberating it is. Like, it is here right now we get to choose what we want to do and what we want to spend time on who we want to be with and stop getting so wrapped up in the details of like that to-do list and what didn't happen um just let it flow what again yeah. back to what feels good yeah. what do you want to devote your time on what do you want to see grow into your life how mm. do you want to show up and the people that are supposed to hear your music they're gonna find it it's so oh it's such a good like lesson and then reminder for people who have heard this but they need it to really land in them uh and and then work on really trusting that and believing it because our society is so and i fell into it for so many years like okay what do i have to do to get this stuff to then be happy and i put myself through stuff that wasn't enjoyable at all uh and i thought i had to and uh, then my quality, my energy would tank. And I was aware enough that it was tanked that then I felt the extra need to like try to manufacture good energy, but it didn't feel authentic. And um, yeah, we do have the power to create all of that. And you guys are creating so many different unique things that are all going to add up to this beautiful vision. It's just so powerful for people to uh, hear from you guys. And, uh, I would love for you to share, like, where can people find your water filter and, and, and you guys. So you can find us on pretty much any social media platform at holisticlife.com and it's unique spelling. So we look at the whole life W H O L E and that's I S T I C. So unique holistic and then life is L Y F E. And then similar, a water company is lifeh2o.com. <laughs> and it's just what we want to help people with their whole life and improving every stage and aspect of that. So it, it kind of just resonated that L-Y-F-E-H-2-O, not a zero. It just made sense. Yeah, not a zero. <laughs> not a zero. Got that one. So, yeah. Beautiful. And are you guys calling in anything specific right now? Or do you guys feel into anything the listeners might also need to hear today just know that it's within you to change and we have all the tools that we need we don't need someone to tell us i mean although it helps us but we have everything right now to heal and some people are going to hear, uh, hear that and understand it and some people aren't ready to hear that and they still have this journey to go on but once you know that your energy comes from you and you're unshakable and nothing can stop you from healing yourself, from manifesting your dreams from within inside, it's golden from there. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, the listeners, I'm sure will be really grateful for that. And then um, I don't know, Alyssa, if you have anything top of mind that um, you guys are calling in or... 
manifesting in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think being mindful of what your body is telling you is super, super important. Uh, I think oftentimes we're in a compensatory state where we're just seeking external, whether it's the uppers in the morning, we're having coffee, we're having wine at night to calm down. And we're in this race against ourselves. And if we can learn to spend a little bit more time in here, and it's similar to what, what Mike said, I mean, becoming hyper-present and taking some me time, it's okay. If you take 20 minutes to go sing in the shower or to meditate and you walk out of that experience feeling good, feeling alive, ready for your day, you're going to show up more authentically to convey your message. You're going to gain more time when you thought you didn't have that 20 minutes in the first place. Make that little bit of time for yourself and it'll have an exponential outcome on the back end. So it's important. You are important. I think for all of the people who are healers and coaches and people that are uh, often guilty, and I, I can be one of them of pouring from an empty cup, that is so uh, important to be reminded of. So thank you for that. Thank you guys so much for your time. I'm so glad you could be here. Yeah, thank thank you. you so much for having us. <laughs> it was so fun.